Scott Aniel, and you're listening to Songs of Zion, Brief Reflections on Hymns to the Living God. Tomorrow begins the 12 days of Christmas, and so in honor of this festive season, in this episode I'll highlight 12 Christmas hymns that you should know. Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, Christian hymns still in common use today. Adapted from the 4th century Liturgy of St. James, which is still used by Eastern Orthodox churches today, this hymn text was translated into English in 1864 by Gerald Mutri. The text is part of the Eucharistic prayer, as you can see with references to Christ being our heavenly food. Yet it focuses on Christ's incarnation, his descent to earth as a virgin-born infant, Lord of lords in human vesture. The hymn calls us to approach him with silence and reverence, mimicking the angels who revered him in heaven. The melody, Picardy, is newer, from the 17th century, but carries a reverent, chant-like sentiment fitting for this ancient text. Almost as ancient as Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence, the hymn Of the Father's Love Begotten is probably more well-known. It was written in the 4th century by Marcus Aurelius Prudentius, a poet from northern Spain, and translated into English in 1851 by John Mason Neal as part of the Oxford movement. This hymn is full of rich incarnation themes, delighting in the full deity of Christ, fitting since denial of Christ's full deity and humanity was on the rise during the time. The tune, Divinum Mysterium, is one of the oldest still in common use today, dating from the 13th century. Christina Rossetti has written some of the most beautiful Christmas carols, and Love Came Down at Christmas is no exception. Penned in 1855, this hymn centers on the theme of love. Christ is love personified, and our response to his coming should be love toward him and others. The German Lutheran tradition has a rich heritage of Christian hymns. Break forth, O beauteous heavenly light, comes from Lutheran pastor Johann Rist in 1641. He originally wrote a 12 stanza poem on the Incarnation that was later paraphrased and adapted as a hymn. It recalls the brilliant light at the heralding of the angels and links it metaphorically to the light of our salvation, Jesus Christ. The tune, Ermuntre Dich, was composed by Johann Schopp for this text in 1641 and famously harmonized by Johann Sebastian Bach in 1734. The Christmas hymn, How Bright Appears the Morning Star, is known as the Queen of Lutheran Chorales, written by Philip Nicolai in 1599. Unusual for this time period, Nicolai also composed the tune, Wie schon leuchtet. As is often true of German chorales, How Bright Appears the Morning Star masterfully combined rich incarnation theology with devotional warmth as the singer cries, Jesus, Jesus, holy, holy, yet most lowly, come draw near us. Staying with the theme of German carols, Lo, how a rose air blooming comes from the 15th century 
and was translated by a couple of different people into English in 1894, 1875, and 1914. The hymn develops Isaiah's prophecy concerning the rose from the stem of Jesse, from Isaiah 11 and Isaiah 35. The tune, Es ist ein Rose er Blumen, is a traditional German melody from the 16th century arranged by composer Michael Pretorius in 1609. From Heaven Above to Earth I Come was one of Martin Luther's first hymns, penned in 1535 and translated into English by Catherine Winkworth in 1855. Luther modeled the first stanza after a well-known German folk song and wrote the text originally for his family's Christmas devotions. He originally used the folk tune with the text, but he later composed Vom Himmel Hoch in 1539. The hymn is in the voice of the angels who come to deliver the good news of Christ's birth. In In the Bleak Midwinter, Christina Rossetti poetically pictures the cold, dark, hard condition of the earth when Jesus came to save us. This recognition should cause us to give ourselves all that we have to him. The tune, Cranham, comes from English composer Gustav Holst in 1906. Written by German pastor Johann Gerhardt in 1653 and translated into English in 1858 by Catherine Winkworth, All My Heart This Night Rejoices explores the great value of the Incarnation. Most poignantly, he becomes the lamb that takes sin away, and for a full atonement maketh. Like Rossetti's In the Bleak Midwinter, Edward Caswall's See Amid the Winter's Snow metaphorically connects the cold of winter to the condition of earth at Jesus' birth. He wrote this hymn in 1858, a retelling of Luke 2, with some powerful imagery like, Lo, within a manger lies he who built the starry skies. A somewhat lesser-known Christmas hymn, Christians Awake, retells the Luke II story in a powerful and vivid way. Medical doctor John Byram wrote this text in 1749 simply as a devotional poem. The tomb, Yorkshire, by John Wainwright, perfectly captures the exuberance of the text and the subject matter. And finally, Behold the Great Creator, written by Thomas Pestel in 1539, juxtaposes the mystery of the Creator of all who made himself a house of clay. The tune, This Endress Night, is a beautiful English carol from the 15th century. I'll conclude this episode of the podcast by reading this wonderful Christmas hymn. Behold, the great creator makes himself a house of clay, a robe of virgin flesh he takes, which he will wear for a. Hark, hark, the wise eternal word like a weak infant cries. In form of servant is the Lord, and God in cradle lies. This wonder all the world amazed, it shook the starry frame. Squadrons of spirits stood and gazed, then down in troops they came. Glad shepherds ran to view this sight. A choir of angels sings, 
and eastern sages with delight adore this King of Kings. Join then, all hearts that are not stone, and all our voices prove, to celebrate this Holy One, the God of peace and love. You can download all of these Christmas hymns at classichymns.org. Thank you. 